You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. All right, welcome in, and it is the Friday edition. Hard to believe this week has absolutely flown by. Had a blast yesterday out at the A-Club uh, Golf Tournament at Benbrook. Thank you guys for doing the show and hanging out and uh, letting me be a part of that. So a lot of former teammates and a lot of guys I haven't seen in a while, but uh, really great for them to go out there and be able to raise money for the A-Club and for a lot of different charities that they're involved in as well. But uh, a lot of fun. As you can tell, I'm struggling a little bit today with my voice because I've got allergies galore from the uh, the greens but uh, man we had a blast well, uh, yesterday at, at top golf <clears throat> at, yeah. at, at top golf for lincoln's birthday right. you were crushing the ball so off the first tee how did you do uh pretty good i didn't do quite i was doing the uh, happy gilmore uh at top golf <laughs> that day we did that with, with uh, lincoln yeah but uh had a, a couple good shots and played with some really great players went it up fourth um the first through third one then i think it was like sixth place 16th place then last place all got trophies, so we were one outside of getting some kind of. Uh, you didn't get, particip- get a participation trophy, Jay. Um, <laughs> What'd you win? I, for I, I four? might have, but I, I can't tell you what it was. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, did you win anything for four? 
Did you get a driver or something? Have I ever have I ever won before? No, I thought you said you finished fourth. By fourth? Me. No, yeah, I did. We finished fourth, but nothing. They nothing. Skipped. It went one through three. Then they skipped the yep. next. They went to number six, sixteen. I think it was, and then last place is who got the uh, the trophies or the uh, the gifts. They have all these gifts that they can come there and pick. And one of the guys uh, got it, and, and actually a really great set of like crimson tide glasses and um, containers. All I mean, really, really, really cool stuff. So. Great job by them, and uh, a lot of fun being out at Benbrook and having a uh, fun time with some friends. Love that course. Oh, it's so forgiving. Thank God. Uh, and when you have, <laughs> I haven't played, and I guess Lars, I don't know, I wasn't the last time we played together, but it's well, been a while. We, since, uh, we played nine over at uh, Pine, Pine Tree. Pine Tree. Yeah. I like that, that, was that it. course, too. That, you, yeah, that, you, that was like maybe three weeks ago with uh, Harrison. Yeah, with yeah. Harrison. Okay. Yeah. Hey, can I tell you all real quick a, a great golf tournament story to yeah. lead the show? Definitely. All right? Uh, this is before Lars' time. And, and he, Jay, I know you remember Joey Jones. Oh, yeah. Joey used to hold a tournament out at Heatherwood mm-hmm. for charity. Big deal. I mean, a lot of people showed up. Uh, but they had a prize because you know how tight Heatherwood is? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can lose a golf ball. You can lose two on a hole. It's like going down uh 65 on one side, <laughs> trying to drive it's, it. But anyway, uh, they had a prize for the person that lost the most golf balls. And uh, it was a dozen golf balls. The winner was Paul Ott Carruth. He lost 16. That was also his number, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, anyway, I think he was trying for that. Joey just invited me to a golf tournament to come down, and he's having it on the coast coming up um I want to say mid-June, somewhere in there. And then uh, in Fairhope, coming up on June 10th, God willing, uh, maybe we could all go down and play in that A-Club. A that would be fun because we could get Mick Gillespie to play with us and because Mick's got a house. so we, have, we Well, actually, I think they put us up at the Grand Hotel and all that kind of stuff. But it's pretty pretty cool place uh, to go down and play. What, I forget the name of the course uh, that they play uh, in Fairhope for their A-Club. But, again, a great tournament, lots of fun for all the folks who put it together. Thank you for making it uh, a great time. Bentbrook does a terrific job, as well as a lot of golf courses around town for charitable uh, events like that. But they hold that every year. I think a little bit earlier this year, based on some some things. But uh, really, really great job. All right, we're presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf. We go out there a bunch, and you'll love it if you're going out for the USFL game coming up this weekend, whether it's pregame, postgame, or just any time with friends, family, coworkers. You'll absolutely love it. We call it the bowling of this generation. A lot of fun and a lot of things they do out there each and every every day. Also, we're driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell, all the great folks at Sunny King Ford. we got a special guest coming up a little bit later on. Uh, at 1230, Tony Curry is going to be in the studio with us. He's always special, but uh, we also have one of our latest uh, clients coming in, a chiropractor, and really a, a story that Gary Burley's going to be with him and talk about how it's really affected him and uh, helped his life in overcoming some of the sports injuries and things that he's dealt with. Uh, through other surgeries as well. So look forward to spending time with them coming up around one thirty today. But Lars, how's Lincoln birthday? Everything went great? Yeah, everything was, special? was terrific. Uh, he really enjoyed seeing you and, and seeing Harrison, and he was able to say that uh, uh, to his friends at school that he got to hang out with, uh, with Jay, and he got to hang out with some UAB football players, including the future starting quarterback at UAB. Uh, he thought that was really cool. <clears throat> And so we just had a blast, and 
Uh, did he like the putter cover? He did. did he okay, did. Yeah. Yes, very much. Very much. He's got. He's going to have a nicer set of clubs than I have. I don't even have a putter cover. Uh, but yeah, thank you for that. Um, Such and a good one uh, right there. and then we went and we shot hoops for a while and uh, then uh, dropped them off. But uh, what a great what a great day that was with Lincoln. Um, I was talking to Matt as the opening was playing, mm -hmm. and in the opener, it's only taken me four and a half years. How long? We started August. Four years coming up. Four years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Nick Saban says we have about five choices in our life. Mm -hmm. He says that in our opener. Mm -hmm. So finally, I'm like, okay, what are those choices? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he, he kind of says it, but uh, but it, it's the, the five choices are <clears throat> we can be bad at what we do. That's one choice you have. We can be average at what we do, number two. We can be good at what we do. And he said that's probably what God's expectation is, whatever ability he gave us. We can be excellent at what we do, or we can be elite at what we do. So those are kind of the five choices that he talks about a lot. And then if you <clears throat> dig a little deeper, he actually has sort of five cornerstone leadership lessons. And uh, in, in, I just want to go over these real quick. We okay. don't have to linger on them. One, make routine decisions habitual so they don't require mental energy. I mean, I, and I think that's why he has a, 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 sal a turkey, and sa turkey salad every day for lunch. So he doesn't have to spend time on making a, a, trying to figure out what he wants for lunch. He's just going to have the same thing so he can devote that energy. Same with to the other little things. Debbies at breakfast. I think I mean, so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, focus on the process over the outcome. Boy, we've talked about that a little bit over four years. Uh, be willing to hire toward your weakness. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting because he does. Mm -hmm. He really likes to have those young, aggressive head coaches who maybe uh, think a little bit different than he does, most notably, I think, Lane Kiffin, who, who has had as big an impact on the program other than anyone, in my view, than Nick Saban himself. Uh, four, control the story. There's a reason why the assistants don't talk. Mm -hmm. And five, everything matters. So there's no such thing as like a small decision that you make. It's almost like all decisions you make uh, carry equal weight. And so anyway, I just said I, I really I, I can't believe it took me almost four years again to really dig into what are those five questions, those five decisions we have to make. And then I think these five sort of leadership lessons are what guide Nick Saban, at least in his own sort of world, into making those decisions. Matt, do you any? Did I just lose the room? No, no, no. I, I love <laughs> it. Yeah, good stuff. I, I, my initial thought, first thing was every time we talk about when you play a game, there's going to be five plays that probably make the difference. So yeah. always go back. It's kind of that same philosophy. That there's five. Whether it's turnovers, whether it's a missed block, whether it's a missed tackle, um, whether it's you know a missed kick or what, but there's there will be five plays, and sometimes the five plays aren't as visible as some of the other of the five, uh, but but it makes complete difference in either winning or losing a game. Matt, Oh uh, the one thing, what was three? Was number three? Sorry, uh, I was listening. I promise. No, no. Number three was be willing to listen to hire toward your yeah. weakness. Yeah, yeah. Be you know that. To listen. That should be <laughs> well done. Everyone <laughs> in any vocation, and particularly if you're a person in authority, should adhere to that mm. always. And that is a big problem, not just in football, but in banking. 
Yeah. You know, uh, you, you don't want to hire a yes man. Uh, I want to hire somebody that makes me better, makes the team better, first of all. Yeah. It challenges me. Um, and, and I think, you know, that that was also very, very true of Paul Bryant. It was. Yep. Uh, I mean, he and he changed just like Saban did. I mean, wishbone, huh? Alabama the year before was averaging what, Jay? 350 yards through the air? Scott Hunter and all yeah. that? Yep. He changed. He also changed with the culture. Nick Saban's done the very same. Um, so, John, I, I'm John, glad we all finally listened to the intro. John <clears throat> John Talty of AL.com. I've been talking to him quite a bit lately. He's this, uh, in charge of the sports sports editor. He has a book coming out on Nick Saban's leadership lessons, and uh, I'm really uh, – Looking forward to that, and uh, I think you know John has a, a unique view, as all of us have had. Like what what have what what have we seen from Nick Saban uh, over the course of these what fourteen years now, thirteen years, and um, I, you know I, there's no doubt in my mind, Jay, mm -hmm. if Nick would have gone into any type of profession, he would have been incredibly successful no because he's so disciplined, he's so smart. He's so driven, and uh, he just—it's—it's it's crazy. He just like, you know, it's the same thing every single day. But like, he just doesn't make really that many mistakes. Yeah, and I'm not so sure that that process did not come from things that he learned from mistakes that he made, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, from things <laughs> yeah. that happened in his life that he realized I've got to—I've got to gotta find a process. I've got to find people that can help me figure this thing out. And I, and I think the process keeps him disciplined in a lot of areas. Um, okay, so four years we've been together. I've never seen you hold a baseball, or is it a stress ball? <laughs> no, is it's it stress ball. Lincoln, Lincoln was pounding I, I, that I thing think, around. I think oh, Lincoln was? left it here. Okay, yeah, and it was on. I was like, the, maybe, uh, maybe Lars has got some stress over there. <laughs> yeah, having, I, I definitely got some well, stress. Maybe, maybe, maybe work on your forms. <laughs> One of the things that he says in there that I do disagree with, or I think you you alluded to it, is it you know, he has a turkey sandwich and a little Debbie. Oh, come on, variety. Please. Could you eat a turkey sandwich every day for lunch for the rest of your life, Lars? No. Okay. And it's, what it's if you made $10 million? Dollars? Yeah, it's oh, it's a turkey salad? salad? Yeah. Oh, that salad. makes all the difference oh, in the world. I thought it was uh, a turkey. Oh, you're right. It's yeah. a turkey salad. Well, it's a chicken salad. In a styrofoam yeah. container yeah. and the same, like, Do you use a plastic fork? I can't stand plastic utensils. Unless you had a picture. You call Miss Linda. I mean, she, she would know. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, Jay, yeah. are, are you routine in what you eat? I know when we go down the street, you eat the same I thing do. every time. I know. But are you like that at other restaurants? Yeah. I hate to say Are it. you? I really, I mean, I like variety, and I like to go to different places, try their best thing. But once I find something, I like to stay with that thing. I, yeah, I just, me too. Yeah. Talking about food. <laughs> uh, let's, let's just talk about food. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and uh, continue with uh, much more. Again, Tony Curry at the bottom of the hour. And uh, much more to get into. Talk to some Alabama Crimson Tide sports as well as some uh, other moves around uh, the NFL. Baker Mayfield, a lot of talk still about him is where, where he'll end up. So got a lot to get into on this Friday edition. Stay with us. We're live from AVX. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Oh. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Showers ending, the sky becoming partially sunny this afternoon. The high today around 80. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 56. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 76. And Sunday, a sunny day with a high at 83. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 78 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tony Curry in the hall. So you know what's about to happen. You listen to the show with any frequency at all. Hey, uh, we came out of the show like the, like the Derby. And I'm bouncing all around here. But the one thing I had, you know how I do these little sheets everything. Yeah. The one thing I had at the very top, and I will fault all of us for not bringing this up. Sunday is Mother's Day. And, uh. You two still have your mothers. Mine, mine passed away many, many years ago. But later on the show, I'm going to give you time to think about it. Something your mother did sports-related that impacted your life in a great way. Mm. You okay with that? Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Oh, uh, Obviously, I ask you because I have one. <laughs> You're going to have to think about it. No, go ahead. No, no, no. no, 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 no. You, you go ahead. Oh. Uh, well, obviously, it would be baseball-related. And my mother loved watching me play and my brother and sister. But she wasn't a big fan. And you know how big an Aaron fan I am. Yeah. How big a Braves fan. Back in 69, they first split the divisions. Of course, you don't remember that. Uh, and the Braves won. They won the first ever. And believe it or not, back then, they were playing in the West. They won it. Um. They, had, they played the Mets, the Mays and Mets. Uh-huh. And all of the games were played during the day. All of the games were played during school. And I would get out of class, and I would literally sprint home. Never was able to catch an inning. It was always over. But my mother watched every inning, every out for me. Wow. And then when I got home, and I remember when they lost the third game. Yeah. She was in tears because she knew I was – my life was hanging on this. She said, man, they lost. But that dang Henry Aaron, he hit another homer. I'll, uh, I'll cherish that line until I join her, hopefully. <laughs> uh, I think you're going up and not down or uh, hanging out around in purgatory. I, 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 like, I, the, I, I like your chances. Uh, I appreciate that. You too. <laughs> uh, but so in, my in this time, have you... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's several. But um, so after I was born, my mom, uh, I'm the youngest. I have an older brother. brother, 
and uh, she figured that we were going to love football, and she didn't know anything about it. And we were living in Lincoln, Nebraska, so she takes a class taught by Tom, Tom Osborne. Osborne. Yeah, Tom Osborne yeah. As, as as an assistant coach. He was working. He was finishing up his, uh, I think, his PhD. And um, so she took that class, learned uh, everything she needed to know. And then, uh, you know, my dad was sick a lot when I was little, and we had season tickets. And so my mom would just take me to Nebraska wow. games, you know, it's just her and I. And then she never missed uh, any athletic event uh, in, in my life uh, other than when I was in college. But, um, you know, she just uh, she was always there, always supportive. Um, she would even, you know, I, I I had this like ritual. Even when there was snow on the ground, I would shoot baskets at night by myself. I, I just loved it. I loved it so much, and I still do love it. And even again, even if there's snow in the driveway, I I'm just, I would I would you know uh, uh, shovel enough to make a few spots so I could shoot and all that. And uh, even <clears throat> you know in the summer and the and the ball slapping on the on the pavement uh, made some noise till like nine thirty ten o'clock at night. She'd always just let me get out, stay out there and shoot, just shoot, 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 shoot. And, uh, boy, all that practice, and it wasn't even practice to me. It was just like a way for me to relax and uh, escape. I didn't even know it at the time because I was so little and I didn't have a vocabulary to describe why it was so special to me. But then I ended up, you know, getting pretty good at shooting. And uh, then that turned into the uh, playing a lot of pickup ball uh, in high school and in uh, uh, college and then post-college in New York City and and you meet so many friends uh, that way and it was just I'd love pickup basketball you know I've, one one of my favorite stories in New York was I was playing in Central Park and uh, uh, Will Farrell just won a game and his partner goes off and and I'm just sort of standing on the side and Will just points at me so we're playing two on two. And Will and I carried the court for about an hour and a half because he's a big banger he's like inside. Six, three, six, four, he's a big he? dude. Yeah, he's yeah, a big man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, God, we just—it was so much fun. And you know, t- it doesn't hurt that he's like my favorite comedian. And he, after after well, he, he and I are best. Afterward, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I'm Will, and I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> I'm I'm Lars, and he actually then invited me. He's like, that damn Adam Sandler, damn Sandler, like. He, he never shows up for our Saturday night uh, live games because they had a team in a league. And he's like, would you like to take Adam's spot? Whoa. So, yeah, here's my cell number. Alas, Will Ferrell never called me. Well, still the offer. Yeah. But what a story that would have made. Huh? Yeah. If I just even just could have played in would you, one. Would you got gone down baseline corner and go, Give me a rock. Give me a rock. Give me a rock. <laughs> I've, I've seen you do that. But, uh. I, I tell I tell Lincoln now when we're playing, like when he shoots it and he knows it's going in, he needs to look at me and just say, "Music, string. <laughs> yeah, string music." Absolutely. Oh gosh, we we have so much fun, oh. and uh, he's a good little player. And uh, that's for from their mom, Lincoln's mom. Uh, and, and the girls, I, I'm, I'm grateful that April passed on like very much athletic genes. She's tall, and they're going to get all this great stuff. Uh, and their uh, April's father, 
he played uh, he played basketball at, uh, at at Birmingham Southern and and also baseball. It was a, a two uh, two sport athlete, and so uh, love that school. Yeah, yeah, they've uh, inherited some of those good genes too. So. A lot of fun, and uh, we'll get in, in into uh, the topic of moms with Tony Curry. He's uh, he's he raring to go. Yeah, he's uh, raring to I mean, go. He is not on deck. He's walking towards the box. <laughs> one other one other question: uh, When you start talking about shooting in your backyard, I mean, it brought back memories because I did the same thing. I ever tell you a yellow belt backboard story? Uh huh. Um, we wanted to get a bunch of floodlights, and Dad put up one. Then one day we came home, and the backboard was yellow. It was during the day. And I said, Dad, man, that's weird. When it got night, that thing lit up the whole backyard. <laughs> oh, that's because great. It reflect- well, that's the son of a rocket scientist. One other thing, when you were shooting, did you do the, Anderson, he shoots, oh, oh and yeah. if you missed it, you go, oh, he's fouled. Oh, yes, yes. And I imagined uh, scenarios where, the, you know, 10, 9, yeah. 8. And I, I I joked, you know, my dad loved Larry Bird. Larry Bird is his favorite player, but I, I swear, in my yard, my backyard, I could have beat him on my court in a game of horse. Well, who did you pretend you were, or did you vary? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, you Everybody's laughing Bird. at me well, in here. But I didn't know. I, I really, could have beat Larry Bird well, in my backyard. There, there are people coming nowhere in else, off the streets in downtown else, Homewood nowhere else. that are questioning that. <laughs> oh, just on your yard. Just in my yard. Nowhere well, else. Imagine after he got warmed up, he'd clobber you. <laughs> but uh, It's a good thought. Hey, I, I, I beat Piatkowski. Mr. Clipper, the guy who played more games for the Clippers than anyone else, Eric Piatkowski, I dusted his ass in, in horse. It's it's good, uh, especially for it's a player no about, one's ever it's, heard it's of. It's been written about in Sports Illustrated. It's been fact-checked. Piekowski didn't like the fact that it, it appeared. But, uh, yeah, I'm getting so much grief from the, the cheap seats over here with Tony and Jay. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I think it's anyway, about time let's to, go to break. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll put them on stage. All right? Sounds good. Um, do you think? You could take all of us in a game of horse. In a game of horse, yes. Not on your goal. Uh, anywhere you want. And do you want me to play you left-handed or right-handed? Oh, give me a break. <laughs> it's a good, good thing we got a. It's a good thing we're streaming because it's about to get active in here. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. The gang. What? Horse, I'm not playing. I'm not playing regular with you guys. You guys will like oh. dunk on me. Well, horse, it's a shooter shooter's it's game. A shooter's game. Nebraska rules. Do you go behind the backboard and shoot over and stuff like that? I'll do any trick shot. Yeah, really. I always found the best way to win is to use the banking board. All right, the John, gang, John Wooden style, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. My, that's how my dad first taught me that. Every every shot that I that I put up, it had to go off the board. Um, to this day, I think Wimp still calls it the banking board, not the glass, not the window, none of that stuff. The banking board. Here's <laughs> to the Jay Barker show. Hang on, this is about to get crazy in here. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. 
Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.C letter O.
right, welcome back in. Friday edition and uh, in the house, Tony Curry. Look at that Hollywood scene right there on our TV in the studio. Isn't that cool? That is nice. It's amazing all the uh, things you can do. Now they have the virtual, um, you know, the mask. Your TV's so big, I actually think we're in Hollywood we right are. now. Yeah. We actually are in Hollywood. You didn't know it. We, we brought you to Hollywood today, Tony. <laughs> do but, y'all remember when uh, somebody got up there and changed the two O's mm-hmm. to E's? Yeah, I do. Hollywood. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But they've now got the uh, what is it metaverse? You know yeah. where you can put the the goggles on and and pretty much go anywhere. I mean, I, I've actually gone and fished different ponds and lakes, like in Montana. But a buddy of mine put it on the other day, and he, he was like, "That that, that doesn't work. That work. Like, Where do you want to go?" And he goes, "I want to go this mountain, whatever." He puts it on. He just he sat there for thirty minutes, going, "Oh my god!" I go turn around, look. He turned around. You will lose track of time. Man. Oh, it was, it'll be like Monday when you start and Wednesday yeah. when you get off. Yeah, man. I've never done that. It, it, you, it's the future, brother. A, it's the future. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's you'll be amazed at uh, what where you can go, how you can travel, and um, hopefully it won't get perverted. Uh, in oh, it's already ways. perverted. Yeah. It's already there. Oh, are there those applications? Yeah, I got rid of my blub all last week. <laughs> I don't even need polyurethane. <laughs> I don't need polyurethane anymore. A loser would have a virtual. <laughs> that was Pollyanna. Pollyanna. She changed, she changed the polyurethane. Oh, <laughs> she's starting to stink. Look, there's, uh, there, there it is. They're, they're showing a little bit of, on the uh, screen there. If you're wa- watching us live, uh, some of the stuff. But you can do workouts and do all types of stuff. Pr- pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. All right, how you been? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm uh, busier than the hat maker at Churchill Downs, brother. I'm uh, We're getting after it. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something now, uh, and I was talking yeah. about it on my show this morning on Tony Curry Radio. Um, there are some bucket list things. Uh, who here has not been to a derby? Really? I oh, no, no, I've had chances. Cooperstown, Super Bowl, Rock and Roll, Let's Hall go. of Fame, Hollywood. We got to go to a Kentucky Derby. Right. You, you think the infield at Talladega mm. in 1975 was bad. Right. Uh, it is It is a hoot. It's fantastic. But there's this thing called the Oaks that right. runs on Friday. Yep. Yeah. You can't throw a brick into the crowd. You can't throw anything in the crowd and not find some serious honeys. There's some honeys. At the Oaks. I mean, every woman is, it is like unbelievable. We know for a fact that if I take 10 random women and put them in a room and 10 random guys in a room, five or six of the women are going to go, there's probably going to be one dude. Right. There's way too many good-looking women on this earth for the (laughs) guys. That's why you see so many geeks and and, and goobs with good-looking women. Yeah. You go to the Oaks. It will put it in perspective. It's unbelievable. I, it's And I don't know, maybe it's the hats. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the dresses or whatever, but it is the who's who yeah, of good-looking ladies uh, in Louisville. So if you go, go to the Oaks, and there's races all day, and then, of course, the Kentucky Derby going off tomorrow. We're going to have Kip Kiefer, speaking of good-looking men. Yes. <laughs> speaking of speaking. Uh, Kip will join us here at 1245, uh, breaking Kip. down the Kentucky Derby. And thank you for letting me bring on my own guest because it's yeah. the Kentucky Derby. I'm super excited about the Derby. Yeah. I love them. And down the stretch they come. I cannot wait till six. Dave Johnson. That was the guy oh, that was gosh, for years. I just, I for mean, years. It's, a, it's crazy. We because, had Herb on for many years. Oh, I know. Yeah, he, he he's really good at it. And now he's doing chiropractor commercials. Um, It's crazy. And has he little, owns the best restaurant on Lay Lay. He, he does. About and it. He owns a bunch of property and now. He has little too. homes, too, yeah. I know. Yeah, he has tiny yeah. homes. Yeah. And I've spent enough time in little homes with Herb. I, I think I'll, I'll check his restaurant. Yeah, those had you wheels, were, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you were in a place called Homes, but it wouldn't. Where it was, it would not stock. <laughs> no, he was though, right? called Homes. <laughs> hey, Come in, Homes. <laughs> um, 
No, but uh, it, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, you need to go to a Kentucky Derby. Okay, what's the, the chow, chow wagon? What is the chow wagons? Yeah, chow are wagons. something they do. They take parking lots. There's like 15 or 20 of them in and around the suburbs of, of Louisville, Kentucky, and they basically put a chain link fence up around a Walmart parking lot. They put a bunch of bands in it, and it goes basically 24 hours a day for seven days. People take the entire week off before, and it's just a party. It's just it's just a great party. They 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 know how to do it right. But you know, you talk about Super Bowls, you talk about basketball games, and and, and all these great sporting events we have. And you have the ramp up, and then it's a three-hour event, right, mm-hmm. or a two-hour national championship game. You're talking three minutes. Yeah. I mean, you get races throughout the day. It'd be like going, if you had a national championship game, it'd be like seeing maybe a Division two college football game yeah. first, you know, and then you see the big dog. But it all ramps up to that three minutes, you know, the sport of kings, the three most exciting minutes, or two most exciting minutes of, of sports, um, and then it's over. And it's just, it's kind of like your wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> wow. At least you added in a wedding. Uh, <laughs> next thing you know, you That's wake quite up. Funny. Next thing you know, wake up each other and everyone's gone. You're like, what just happened? Where's my friends? Where's the where's, chow wagon? Where, where, where's the chow wagon? Where's the chow wagon? Exactly. Did you have a mint julep? Twenty years later, you're looking for the next one. What? Did you have a mint julep? No, but I had about sixteen of them at Jay Barker's first, first wedding, and I never could get second drunk. wedding. Uh, second wedding. Second wedding. Sorry, oh, no. I know my second one's coming too. I, I, I had, I had, and I don't know if it was because it was so hot or Jay was just feeding us non-alcoholic drinks. <laughs> because I had like sixteen, and I could not get drunk. And then, of course, I had a big fried chicken dinner, and I was like, oh, it's so over. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a good time, and I was uh, dancing with Cheryl Crow. By the way, I saw a great article about her. Did you? Um, she has uh, written a book okay. uh, that's coming out uh, next week. Huh. Uh, and she talks about um, her life and uh, how she's kept a level head through it all and, and uh, some of the uh, crass individuals she's dealt with in her life mm-hmm. uh, through the music industry, which is really good. So, And I'm still looking for that picture, by the way. I am too. <laughs> it's gone, isn't it? We'll, no, yeah, we'll have to get a new one. I hope not. We'll have what, to. We'll, yes. we'll have to yeah. get a new one. Yeah. We'll have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to get it for you and put Scarecrow. She's not married, is she? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mrs. Cheryl Curry. Just saying. I'm available. I got my tips done yesterday. Yeah, you did. I have a date coming. Yeah, up. She's, yeah you, you look ten years younger. Yeah. She's itty bitty. I've lost seven pounds, and I've got my hair tipped. Did you really? Yeah, you did. All right, Tony. Your man card. I got a date next Thursday, man. I'm going. I'm all next in. Thursday. I'm, I'm moving all my chips in. I'm going for yeah, it. Did you get Good waxed, you, man? Yeah. Next Thursday? No, but I've already done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some scaping. The trees are taller when you trim the bushes. Let's just put it that way. Manicure, pedicure? Uh, not yet, but okay. I'm going to. Um, I don't want to look too soft. I want to look like I just came in from changing the oil in the car. Where Where, but, yeah, where, are, you, really where are you going on this date? Uh, her place. Well, She's like, well let's, get, let's get, skip the preliminaries and yeah. go straight to the derby. Well, what, what are you bringing? Um, my flowers and my cup. <laughs> flowers and what? Nothing. This is a family show. Yeah. Not Thank any you. longer. Did I mention we have uh, Kip Kiefer coming up on the show? Yeah. yeah. So you guys is he going to be moms? there calling that date? <laughs> and down the stretch, Tony goes. I hope to make it. I hope. I hope to call it the Sporting Kings, and I hope to make it two minutes. Uh, yeah, if there's a call to the post, there's a bugle player in the bedroom, I'm in trouble. <laughs> she has the whole thing of roses for you. Yes. Around um, your neck. So were you guys talking about moms? Yes. Can I share a mother's story with yes, you? Yes, yes, please do. So Jay, Jay knew my mom, uh, mm-hmm. Jane. My dad's name was Dick, Dick and Jane. And Which is um, the book. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they called me Puff the first three years of my life. And... Um, 
So my mom got Alzheimer's, dementia, oh. Alzheimer's, right? And so my dad had to put her in a home and everything. And uh, he used to have a, a party every year on the back deck of the house, and he'd invite all the grandkids and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Then I think I just had Santo at the time. I had Xavier. And um, so he's like, what do you think about me uh, getting your mom out and having her come join us at the party? And, again, my mom was talking about stuff that happened back in 1933. She could remember where she put an ice cube in the freezer, but she couldn't remember her kids' names. It was horrible. <clears throat> and right. so I didn't I, mean to laugh, but I just I no, we, we've was, laughed about it. It, it was and, true. You, yeah, have, yeah, you yeah, have to because yeah. it's a horrible disease. And so he, I said, I said, I think it'd be a great idea as long as you can get her back in the car to get her back up to the nursing home because she may not because that's one of the reasons we put her there. She just started walking the neighborhood and she mm -hmm. wasn't wearing clothes and it just got crazy. So anyway, so he, so he said, I said, yeah, do it. So I get up there and I'm with uh, Santo and, and my wife at the time and I, I told my son, I said, listen, Grandma is not doing well. She's really sick and so she probably won't remember who you are. She may not remember who I am, and and so just be kind and respectful. And he's like, it's cool. And I think he was like four or five years old. So we get up there, and uh, my mom locks eyes with me, and I'm wanting to hug her, obviously, and you have to be careful because she doesn't know if you know who she is or not, right? Mm -hmm. And she comes up. She gives me this huge embrace, and she whispers in my ear, I saved your life two times, and turned and walked away. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, you know. And, she, and then she came back a few minutes later and introduced herself as Jane. I was like, I know you are, Mom. You're, I'm, I'm your son. Of course, no, no, you're not, blah, blah, blah. So about five minutes later, she comes up, and she gives me another hug, and she goes, I saved your life two times. And I'm like, okay. And Nance comes up to me and my wife at the time. She's like, what'd she say? I said, she said something about saving my life two times or something. I said, I don't know. So like three hours later, she, everyone's saying hi to her, and it's oversensitation. She's, yeah. like, she's got all these people wanting to love on her, and she doesn't know who anybody is. And she comes up, she takes me by the hand, she pulls me over by the side, and she goes, I gave birth to you. And I gave you the Heimlich maneuver when you were 16. I saved your life two times. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And I said, Mom. And she gave me a hug. And that from point on, yeah, and awesome. that was the last time I saw her. What's so that? Yeah, it's my mother's day. So what, uh, what was the story behind the Heimlich maneuver? What did you swallow? I had a, I was 12 years old, and I had a gobstopper. A jawbreaker, one of the yeah, big jawbreakers, yeah. and I had it in my mouth. And, uh, you know, we used to have to hammer them because this, the jawbreaker is the worst thing. Yeah, I don't know I don't, who the hell ever decided like yeah. yeah. to make yeah. jawbreakers that could go down your throat. And I and I, I, it got stuck in my throat, and so I tried to swallow it, and knowing it was probably too big, and I just got lodged in there, and I couldn't breathe. I was going to die. And so my mom came over, and, of course, she did the hump. It came flying out. And, wow. Do you remember mm. that vividly? I mean, oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. How far did the... Jawbreaker, go. Uh, across, it hit the back of my tooth. I thought I chipped a tooth and went huh? across the kitchen, across the kitchen floor. But from that point on, there was a special connection between my mom and I. Because I think you may have far down your throat. Oh, it was, <laughs> I mean, it was, it looked like I had two atoms Excuse out. Excuse me, Tony, but some, some gun probably could have come out of your nose. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. On both sides. On both sides, yeah. Um, hey, man, oh, Kip's oh, yeah, coming Kip, up. Yeah, Kip's coming up. We got, yeah, yeah. we got to get the Kip. Kip, Kip, you're coming up, and we'll talk more Derby and much more. Stay with us live from AVX on this Friday edition. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Showers ending, the sky becoming partially sunny this afternoon. The high today around 80. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 56. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 76. And Sunday, a sunny day with a high at 83. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 78 degrees in Tuscaloosa. All right, let's get right to it. Friday edition, and we're talking uh, Kentucky Derby and uh, Tony Curry in the studio with us. Get a special guest joining us. And uh, Tony, if you don't mind, bring him in. Yes, I will. By the way, happy birthday to uh, Bob Seeger. Turns uh, 77 today. You just heard that song. Motor City Madman. Do you remember the no, last time? No, that was, uh, that was uh, Ted no, Nugent. Do you Ted remember the last time that he played Birmingham? Yeah, it was with Kiss in Kansas. Uh, 2013, it was a solo mm. show. You'd be incorrect. Mm. It was after that. Uh, and that I remember was doing. 75. I remember doing a bone box, and I bet you our next guest was there. It is Kip Keeper, Executive Director, Birmingham Racing Commission. Anytime you've been out to the Birmingham Race Course at Casino, you've certainly heard his voice, and you've probably seen him play some bets as well. It is Kip Keeper. He joins us right here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. Kip, what is going on, my man? How are you? Oh, you've blown me away already. You tell me Bob Seeger is seventy-seven years old. Holy cow! I know, right? I mean, it's it's crazy, and he's still on stage, and he still sounds fantastic. It's just a number. Yeah, it really is. He feels like a number, too. Let's get right into <laughs> That's it. That's very we got, uh, we, we got the Derby yeah. tomorrow, the beginning, of course, of the Triple Crown. I know you got a television show on Channel 21. It's going to start airing tomorrow morning, so make sure you check out Kip and his show. But it, uh, I think a lot of people obviously want to talk about Bob Baffert uh, kicked out of the sport basically for the next couple of years, so he will not have a horse, although there are a couple of his previous horses that he trained in the running for the 148th Kentucky Derby, so we'll get into that. But what's the overall feeling of Bob Baffert? How does this affect his legacy as a trainer and as one of the winningest guys in all of sports? Yeah, you know, he equaled the all-time record with his sixth derby last year when Medina Spirit basically went wire to wire uh, at 12 to 1. Kind of a surprise. He had won it the year before with Authentic. Uh, Bob Baffert just has basically owned the event for a number of years. I, I you know, if you're, if you're a casual fan, I think because he's had a, a, a series of some, of some positive tests, for banned substances, uh, that looks bad, and I'm sure a lot of people, you know, think uh, uh, th- their opinion of him has diminished considerably. But you know, kind of being in the inner circle here and being familiar with some of the things that they have, uh, for lack of a better term, busted him on. A couple of them are pretty ticky tack. It's kind of like uh, a basketball game. Uh, a guy might foul out, but if you look at three or four of his fouls, they're you know pretty uh, inconsequential. But the rule's the rule, and you got to stand by them. So Baffert needs to take his medicine here. And, uh, yeah, he still has a strong presence in the race to the horses he prepared right up to the last minute before he was forced to transfer them to a young trainer named Tim Gactine, uh, who's a former assistant of his. But the agreement is, and I think uh, it's being closely scrutinized, Baffert can have no contact with any of the owners, the trainer, anyone having to do with the race. So he's got to be pretty much uh, in oblivion here uh, for this race. So a lot of people are saying, you know, well, you know, Baffert's going to be calling the shots. Well, he better be doing it by carrier pigeon because if he tries to use a regular kind of communication device, they're, they're going to know it. 
executive director of the Birmingham Racing Commission, of course, a track announcer as well. He knows everything about horse racing and gambling in general as well. Kip Kiefer joins us here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. Um, everything I've seen, the previews and everything else, are saying this is about as wide open as the Kentucky Derby they've ever seen. Although Zan and I guess going off right now at 3-1, to one, there's an epicenter horse as well. Talk about some of the horses you see maybe in the winner's circle. First of all, we'll get into some long shots. Well, both the horses you mentioned are, are the favorite and co-favorite, kind of going back and forth. Both are in that position because of the scintillating races they ran coming into this race. Two of the major prep races, the Bluegrass in Keeneland in Lexington, Zandon just came like a bullet train down the stretch and got up to win that race. And Epicenter dominated the action at Louisiana this in, at Fairgrounds down in New Orleans all winter and won the Louisiana Derby emphatically. But, you know, there, there's a school of thought that I have usually is, you know, as, as great as it is to win the Florida Derby or the Bluegrass or the Louisiana Derby, it's, those are million-dollar races, and I think they're disrespected when people say, call them Derby preps. But the race that everybody wants to win is the first Saturday in May, not the last Saturday in March. So these horses coming off these big efforts, you know, they've had plenty of time to recover, but you wonder uh, if if other guys are a little more savvy and maybe not really pushing their horses. And I've got uh, three of them, and I'll quickly just mention them without going into a lot of detail. Number eight, Charles. Hey, Kip, we, is... we got, we, hey, Kip, hey, Kip, 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 we got to yeah. go to a break. Can you hold on just a second? Yeah, hold oh, on. Sure, sure. Yeah, I want you to take your time because yeah. I want people to write these things down. So we'll hit you in just a couple okay, minutes. Hold no on, problem. Kip, we're back here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. Hold on. Thanks, Kip. We'll be back. Hour number two coming up next. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialist at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces of all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over, and man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family, do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. 
it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner. and You'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight.
Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Welcome back in hour number two, and we got Tony Curry in studio with us. We used to do Tuesdays with Tony, but uh, today is Mother's Day Friday. Before, there you go. Before Friday's and uh, we got Matt Coulter in studio. Lars will, will be back uh, with us here in just one second. But uh, great to have all of you listening in all throughout our radio network throughout the state of Alabama. Also online streaming live on the Bama Insider Live YouTube channel as well as Facebook Live. So thank you for that each and every day. We are presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf today. It is the bowling. Of this generation, we always call it that. A lot of great charitable events. Have you done any chari- charity events out there yet? I have not. You, you, it's a great place. Yes. There's a, a lot, lots of money raised. Um, their bachelor parties, bachelorette, birthdays, anniversary. Well, a bachelor party would be a charity event for me. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> You want to go fund me started right now, right? Yes, I do. All right. So we had Lincoln's birthday party out there two days ago. Nice. But it was more or less get together. So we brought uh, Harrison bunch of UAB football players. I went out there with awesome. my oldest, uh, Andrew, and uh, we had a blast. And I know Lincoln loves being out there. Also driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Oxford Anderson, go see Tony Russell and all the great folks at Sonny King Ford. All right, let's get back to you, man. We would certainly not let him go before he gives us some picks for the Kentucky Derby uh, right. tomorrow. He's the executive <laughs> director of Birmingham Racing Commission. Of course, the track announcer out there, and he's been track announcing forever and does it all. And if you need to know anything about horse racing, everything from what the dapples on the backside mean to the way horses train, it is Kip Kiefer, and he joins us right now on the Jay Barker Radio Network. Until we are so rudely dis- disrupted here, uh, talking about uh, some of the horses. Pick it back up, Keith. We talked about Zanin. We talked about Epicenter, the two uh, horses that, of course, obviously have the best odds. But talk about some of the others. Well, it would be boring for me to just give you the two favorites. So let's go off the path a little bit. I got three quick ones for you to consider. Number five, Smile Happy. This was the guy everybody was high on going into the season, and he's had two starts so far. And what a bum. He's run second in both of those, and now everybody is completely (laughs) discounting him. Uh, This is a horse that I think is primed for his best effort. Uh, He was the horse, and now he's going to probably be 21. He's number five, so give Smile Happy a look. Number eight, Chargent, is trained by Todd Pletcher, one of the best trainers in the history of the game. He's had a pretty dismal derby record, only winning two out of about 25 starters that he sent. So maybe this event owes him a couple. Chargent is number eight. He's lightly raced, but just supremely talented. He's going to be eight to ten to one. And my third pick, my probably longest shot, a horse number, lucky number 13, Tony, Simplification, who's coming up from Florida. Mm -hmm. He won the Fountain of Youth, one of the big prep races down there. He ran second and third in the other two, respectively. Uh, He's done absolutely nothing wrong, and I think the connections have been kind of sitting on this horse a little bit for his best effort on Saturday. 
So the 5, the 8, and the 13, if you're looking for some horses that might uh, put some money in your wallet. All right, so what's your ticket going to look like? You doing exact is? You playing them straight out? Win, play, show? What are you doing? Yeah, more uh, you know, more of a trifecta approach, I think. I'm going to play those three I just mentioned okay. on top, 5, 8, 13, and, uh, and, and, and use the favorites, the three epicenter, the 10 Zandon, in the second and third spots and sprinkle around a few other contenders uh, in case a real bomb gets back. But uh, that's the basic approach. Uh, an easy way to play it is in the exact, if you like my numbers, go 5-8-13 with 3-10 in the exact. And if any of those three win and the three of the 10 run second, you're in the money. There you go. Yeah, go ahead. Matt? I like Happy Jack. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> happy Jack? <laughs> Me too. I well, love Happy yeah, Jack. He yes. wins, you can uh, retire yeah. from, uh, from the radio business. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Kip, it's Matt, man. It's good to hear your voice. Why don't we get together yeah, and great to hear put, uh, put on a radio show and then get fired uh, six months later? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, pretty good, huh? We still uh, long run. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, yeah, I, I could do a deep dive on that, but we ought to do that over lunch. Um, you know, when I look back on the history, you all, obviously you remember the Thoroughbreds, but I remember names like uh, Lafitte Pinquet, the shoe. Oh yeah. Uh, are there are there jockeys out there as as familiar today as those were to me, you know, thirty years ago? Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's good you mentioned that because the two California horses, who I'm kind of against in this race, because California racing has eroded to really short fields, and yeah, these horses have gaudy statistics, but. They haven't run in a 20-horse cavalry charge before, and I think it's going to be culture shock. But the two riders that are on those horses, the 6 Messier and the 12 Taba, are guys by the name of uh, uh, Johnny Velasquez, who's won everything there is to win, including the last two derbies. He's 52 years old now, uh, already enshrined in the Hall of Fame. And on the Taba, the 12 horse, is 56-year-old Mike Big Bunny Smith, who uh, has, has been on Triple Crown winners. Um, he is another jockey that is very highly decorated, so he's legendary. And there are two young guys, Matt, uh, Irad and Jose Ortiz, their brothers uh, from Puerto Rico, and they are lighting the sport uh, on fire. They're both about their mid-20s. They're already winning tons of races. They're about due to, to break through and win a derby. But they're the guys on the horizon that uh, – that that can reach the status that you're suggesting because it, it's great to hear even those names and think about Shoemaker and Lafitte Pinkai. Real quick, one of the cool things about that is Lafitte Pinkai's son is one of the main network hosts for horse racing now, and he's about six feet tall, so figure that out. Uh, Lafitte really? Pinkai Jr. does not look like the original Lafitte Pinkai at all. He's the executive director of the Birmingham Racing Commission, a track announcer. He's been out the Birmingham Race Course Casino for years and years and years, and he's synonymous with everything that goes on with gambling and certainly horse racing. I did want to ask you, there is an expected uh, shot at showers tomorrow. If the track is muddy, does that change your numbers at all? Uh, not, not dramatically. Um, just like everything else, modern-day uh, methods for dealing with that are pretty efficient. And uh, a, a shower is not going to be that uh, that big a deal. A, a prolonged downpour would would cause some some problems. But the horse that I mentioned in my in my top three, Charge at number eight, 
worked on Tuesday at the track on uh, off surface and got glaringly good reports that uh, he appeared to love the slop. So that makes me like charging even more. But in this day and age, if they even see any inclement weather coming, they do what's called seal the track. And that basically, they go around and just mash it down to the point where water pretty much just bounces off. It takes a ton of water to, uh, to mess up the surface in this day and age. All right, let's say they are holding the Kentucky Derby in horse heaven right now. And uh, unlike Coulter, I doubt you were around in 1919 to cover Man of War. Uh, but let us let me give you five horses. Let me give you five horses. Uh, By the if, way, are you riding tomorrow? <laughs> me, me and Willie Shoemaker. Uh, yeah. I saw right. your outfit. I saw it with the hat on. Um, Okay, so we uh, here's five horses. Tell me who you think would right. actually win if all conditions being everything being equal. Man of War, Secretariat, Citation, Zenyatta, and Seattle Slough. And they they all won the triple crown. Jeez. Wow. Um that's that's a great question. I I I'm I'm gonna cheat a little bit because I think it was four years ago. They loaded up all of the statistics of all the all-time greats and had a 20-horse simulated race by a computer that, uh, you know, how they do the same thing when they simulate football and basketball games, played it, you know, 1,500 times or something, and then came out with, and Secretariat did prevail uh, in the vast majority of those races. Surprisingly, uh, I believe the second-place horse over even all these, those, those all-time greats that you mentioned was the most recent Triple Crown winner, Justify, who uh, huh. you know basically had a six-race career, including the, the three Triple Crown races, and won it before being uh, sent off to stud. So uh, Secretary and Justify were the first two in, in the simulated um, in, in recent years. So I, I can kind of cheat and, uh, and, and lean on technology and tell you that Secretariat uh, is probably the most freakish you know, specimen that ever stepped on a racetrack uh, kind of rules that roost. All right, Kip, one final question for you. Uh, Macy Curran, a 19-year-old gal out of Cedar Park, Texas, recently set the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest legs in history. What's longer, her legs or the average height of a jockey? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Well, uh, that is interesting. The average height of a jockey is uh, just a shade under five feet, I think. So uh, oh, I, wow. I don't know what kind of legs we're dealing with in Texas, but I'm, I'm going to go with her. <laughs> well, I will tell you that her legs are actually longer than Peter Dinklage, <laughs> who is four foot five. <laughs> who? Uh, Peter Dinklage. You know, four foot five. Well, that would make it a time. Call me one more time. Her her legs are four feet six inches long, and the average height Holy of cow. a uh, horse jockey is about four ten, four eleven. Oh, wow. So you're absolutely correct. So Lars, you're, be a you're cream Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you would be. A... Hey, Kit, man, thank well, you so much for your time, brother. Look forward to catch up with you next week. Enjoy your special day tomorrow, and tell people where people can find you. I know you're all over the place. But tell people where they can you find mean, you. And Lars wrote down. Well, everything. we will. Uh, <laughs> <morning, laughs> Yeah, I know my 11.30 tomorrow morning yeah. on Channel 21, we'll have a complete derby preview show on our Wanna Bet show. And we're really excited when football season rolls around. We'll be back on WJOX 94.5 every Sunday morning with the morning after 
the first chance you have to talk about the games the night before. So that's all coming up and popping up all kinds of places. So keep your eyes open. Yes, I think you're going to be popping up somewhere else, too. Maybe on some of the Tony Curry Radio Network. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to Love get it. you down. Kip, thank Love you so it. much, Kip, man. Appreciate you. you. Yes. Guys, enjoy Thanks, it. Uh, love your show. Thank you. There you go. All right, uh, that's Kip Kiefer and giving us the best when he comes. Five nine for the record. To the, I, I said you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar <laughs> compared to the. Jockeys. Hey, it, there's yeah. no better feeling. Heck with all that. My Where's height. this girl? Walk, no. <laughs> Where is Texas? <laughs> I think I met her yesterday at the A Club. Well, you know it's amazing too, and this is this is kind of sad because you know it, it just I don't know why, but she's now on OnlyFans, and I'm like. <laughs> She's a she's a 19 year old mom and dad. It's all good, good Christian girl. All of a sudden, people are like, "Hey, I'd like to see a little bit more." Now oh, she's on OnlyFans. She's so got like a million followers, and she's making like three million dollars a month because she's got. She to be doing that. Yeah, I know, right? But, right. But I yeah. would <laughs> for the right money. If, if if they have some type of nose thing or something like that, there you go. Can I get on OnlyFans just with my nose? And at the bottom it says, you know, nudity is not expected or whatever. I'm like, okay. If you'll get an OnlyFans, no, you, do you or her? Well, both of us. Mm. Please blow it again, all right? <laughs> oh, my God. I we love get that green stuff. Jay, get that's it. killer. Jay, get us to a break immediately. The FCC is in town. <laughs> the SEC's in town. Yeah, they're right down the street. <laughs> all right, Dr. Joel Williford is going to be joining us, though. Expert area of neurological-based uh, uh, chiropractic care and is also on a mission to heal the body by treating the neurological deficiencies of the brain. We all have those in the studio. <laughs> so I cannot wait to hear yeah. from him. Have you ever noticed how much lower the IQ gets when Curry walks into the studio? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I, had to throw, I had to throw one. Dr. Dr. Williford is going to help us out with that. <laughs> yes, please. He has helped Gary Burley, our good friend, and uh, like a brother to us, and uh, also you know, uh, really helped him through a lot of this stuff. We want to hear more about it. We want you to hear more about it. At 1.30, we'll talk more about it. So another segment, then we'll get to them. But be stay tuned, listen in, and we call it appointment listening. Yes, Make sure do. you hear that because it may change your life in a big-time way, the neurological approach that they've got. So uh, we'll be back. Stay with us on this Friday edition. This is the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Showers ending, the sky becoming partially sunny this afternoon. The high today around 80. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 56. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 76. And Sunday, a sunny day with a high at 83. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 78 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
Mike, back on the show and uh, Derby coming up this weekend again, presented by Top Golf Birmingham. Also driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street, Oxford Anderson. Tony Curry in the house. We got Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, and uh, Dr. Willifer will be with us here in about eight, nine minutes and look forward to hearing all that he does to help so many people out when it comes to neurological approach to chiropractic uh, work. And uh, I, I probably need it. I've had many concussions. And uh, I had one the other day. Yeah, you had one when you fell on the floor that I time. I did. I had one uh, this past <laughs> Wednesday. My uh, my my youngest son uh, jumped on top with his elbow and hit me, and I'm it, it, I puked. Did, didn't did one of your really? children just win something like at a track and field event or something Thank like that? Thank you for bringing that up. I wanted to mention that uh, Special Olympics was yesterday at Clear mm-hmm. High School. Uh, they haven't had the last couple of years, and and I love the Oak Mountain School District is wonderful with inclusionary measures too. Mm-hmm. Have special needs children in, of course, with with typical kids, and I think it's super important because I don't remember ever being around anyone that was mentally challenged when I was going through school, and and, and by doing that, it's important. Because you were the one. I, I really was. <laughs> I'm a radio. No, it's no doubt. There's no filter um, in this room. No, there really isn't. Forget the concussions. I just was born this way. I think I'm, she dropped me when I was Tony's like, like one my years old. like big brother that we just yeah. go back and forth. Yeah. And so you know, for them. Special needs children to be around typical kids is important because they need to learn and see how the world works. And for typical children, I think it's even more important to be around special needs individuals because you don't yeah. want that it's that, that distractionary measure of, of awkwardness. And, and I'm not used to seeing this. You remember That's the right. first time you walked in a nursing home? It, it freaks you out. It's yeah. traumatic, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're around it and you're learning from these kids, and you see you see the world in a different different way. I mean, Xavier gets from point A to point B in the most beautiful way necessary, and, mm-hmm. and I thank the Lord for allowing me to be his father. So he won. So we went to we went to uh, Calera yesterday, and and uh, he's lost like 30 pounds over the last three years. He was on some medicines that were really That's, inducing yeah. a lot of, and so he's lost. He's in great shape. So he thinks he's a train, right? And so uh, he knows he's not a real train, but he acts like a train. And so I told him, I said, listen, I said, you can't get out of the blocks slow like a train before mm-hmm. you get up to speed. I said, you need to have your boiler just bubbling, mm-hmm. have that steam going, your wheels need to be spinning when you mm-hmm. go. And so he ran the 100 meter yesterday, and he ended up winning the race. Did he? Uh, oh, Congratulations. It was, it, was fan, it was fantastic. I know you're so proud. Proud like a baby. I and yeah. uh, I always talk about tectonic plate moments in your life. Yep. It just yep. really puts to see these 750 uh, special needs kids and all the teachers, Amen. the organizers, the, the other students that mm-hmm. work with him uh, and work with these kids um, every single people, day man. are super, yeah. super special kids. And it just really put life in a, in a, in a perspective that I, that I can't even explain. I know there's a lot of crazy things going on in this world, and I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of great things in this world. We just don't hear about it. Yeah. And that was one of the great things. So thank you for asking. I me. always tell people, when, yeah. when Coach Stallings was in Alabama, <clears throat> he was great. Loved Coach Stallings. Loved Ruth Ann. But the biggest motivator was who? John Mark. John Mark. John Mark, John yeah. Mark his son, was for him to come on the, on the field, to be with us at practice, to watch how much he wanted to be in our position and for coach Stallings to always kind of remind us, you know, he, cause like if I ever missed a pass or what he'd always say, but John Mark could do better than that. Yeah. You know, at first I didn't know, who, I didn't know he was talking about it first. Mm-hmm. Like, who's John Mark? You know, <laughs> then I met John Mark and I went, geez, he really thinks that, you know, yeah. but, but, John, but, but put in perspective of that, be appreciative because there's so many people that wish they could be in your position and can't and always never, ever take that for granted. And I think that's a, huge lesson for everybody to learn and that's what you get with that and i've got family and friends and and they and uh, special needs class or deals with that special needs and have, have been teaching for years and to me they feel like the most rewarded the most um 
don't know how to, even how to explain it. I, I most fulfilled mm-hmm. teachers I've ever been around. It so. is a special patience that comes yep. with the parents and the teachers and the educators that have to work with with kids with special needs. Because mm-hmm. Xavier's fourteen, but he's he's cognitively probably about a seven or eight year old, and mm-hmm. and at that age you have to be told three, four, five, six, seven different times. Uh, to, to learn things. So I did want to mention something about Lila Jane, though. Of mm-hmm. course, she's in the fourth grade. They, they took a, um, a field trip uh, to the Birmingham race course uh, the other day to learn about um, the uh, Triple Crown and everything. And, and so there were two teachers, Mrs. Johnson and Mrs. Mrs. Edgar, I think. And so they took a group of boys and girls to the Birmingham race course wow. to learn about equestrian, equestrian care. And at one point, one of the boys had to use the bathroom. And so uh, the one teacher said, I'll, I'll take the boys to the, the men's room. Did you and, bet on that kid? And, no, no. <laughs> And and, and you take you take the girls to the to the girls' room. Right. Well, after a few minutes, one of the boys came walking out and said, "We're having a hard time reaching the urinals because you have to be 19 or older to go to the Birmingham race course." So the teacher kind of looked around. So she walked into the, the boys' room and she started picking up each child so he could use the bathroom. And then when she got to the last child, she kind of looked over his shoulder and realized that he, he was a little different. She said, "Oh, you must be in the fifth grade." He said, "No, I'm riding Silver Star in the sixth." <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a punchline in there. Uh, I got to tell you, there's, there's, a hook, there's a hook right here. Dude, at me. I'll... He at me. Yep. But also, like, what teacher takes their kids to the race course? Yeah, that like, mental that, image that, should have caught us yeah, all. That, no, I, that, I, I was, it was very, hook line yeah, the very beginning of that. Too. Yeah, the very beginning of that story, I was like, this is not going to be right. This is not going to be true. <laughs> what, what school signs off on that? Do you write your own material, or you got some money? Uh, I've told that joke every year around around, uh, right. around the Derby. And, <laughs> no, but I'm writing Silver Star in the sixth. That's <laughs> but, but, but what's? But you've been around the Derby your entire life. Yeah, pretty you, much. You, you, you yeah, grew, I, I, I lived, you grew up around it. You were, I lived in Louisville for yeah. three years, and it was funny. Oh my because bad, that's right. I wanted. To, I was so stupid. And so into radio that I wanted to be on the air during the Derby because I felt like there were a lot of people coming from outside the Louisville area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted people to hear me. And so everyone wanted the day off the Derby because they wanted to go to the Derby. And I'm like, I want to work. And they're like, mm-hmm. you got it. And I'm like, thanks. And I was so happy. Yeah. So for three years until the fourth year, I guess, right before I left, and my boss, John Page Otting, uh, it was the only station he owned. Uh, and you were how old at this time? Like 18, 19? Uh, 19, 20, 21, yeah. something like that. Yeah. John Page Otting was, uh, was a very wealthy man. He owned the, the, was the only radio station he owned, 96 QMF. And he had a derby party at his house. And I was invited to his house for the derby party the last year. And, wow, it was, um, it was a great, great, great party. Yeah. We had, we had a good time. So, uh, One of the coolest things I ever went, I went up there, got to do stories before we got our race course here. Uh, and, you know, I went to Churchill and all that kind of stuff. Coolest thing I saw up there was Keeneland. Keeneland is the most beautiful roller horse track I've ever been to. It's just period. Uh, it, it's, it's gorgeous. Like, uh, what? Are, are we back in? You know, is, are we in England? It's Barber Motorsports uh, with a horse track. Yeah, it is so expertly manicured. Yeah. You almost feel bad that the horses are going to run on the track. That's how beautiful it is. It's mm. a, it's incredible. It is most, one of the most beautiful. Churchill Downs, obviously, one of the most legendary. Uh, tracks uh, because of the Kentucky Derby. If you ever get a chance to go, go to Lexington, go to Keeneland, uh, you'll be sorely remiss if you don't do that. That's a beautiful track. What's, All right. what's, so what's t- the food you always brought back? Um, from, sp- from, yes, uh, sp- Skyline Chili? Skyline Chili. Skyline Chili. Yes. Yeah. I'll bring you, how many alarms do you go? So uh, I, I go three with onions. 
Uh, I don't, I, five ways with beans. I don't do the beans. Thing. I don't do the beans. You can make it your own. They get it in cans here. Public. Yeah. Get, get Skyline yeah. Chili in cans. I'm Karen makes an dinner. unbelievable dip out Skyline of it. Skyline Chili. Oh, with Philly, Philly yeah, cheese in the it. bottom. It's crack. Skyline. Oh, yeah, it's crack. unbelievable. Yeah. We're making it tonight for dinner. I've had it's it once. Awesome. So der- I, I derby like picks. I'll, derby, I'll bring some. Brass, brass, I don't think I had the right bra- one. Brass tax time here. Yeah. Uh, based on the information we just acquired, I'm I'm all in on Smile Happy. Yeah, I kind of like Smile Happy. I I like Smile Happy before actually uh, before we had Kip on. So I'm I'm gonna have Smile Happy pretty much in everything I do. I may do like a Quinella box and just take five of them and just. What is a Quinella box? Uh, You take uh, four or five horses and they can come in any. Any, and you just box it up. And it's a $2 Quinell box, I think, is $32. And if any of those five horses come in in any particular order, then you win your bet. It usually pays pretty well. As opposed to an exacto where you have to have it exact. But I did like Kip's idea of taking the 310, uh, that epicenter and Zandon, and just playing them in the mix with those other three horses. And Kip Kip knows what he's doing, man. I mean, I went to the horse track with Herb Winches every year when I was here. He, when we were running horses here. And I learned more about horse racing through Herb. Um, yeah. Than, than anyone else. I mean, everything from the dapples on the backside to you know how they train, where they take a dump before they run. I mean, the whole nine yards, man. <laughs> what's nine the, yards. What's, yeah. the, what's the dapples? The dapples are spots on the back of a horse's hind side, yeah. like and, dimples. Uh, they're they're discolorations. Okay. Um, and and you would think maybe it's because they're beating the bejeebers out of it, but it's not. It, it's some type of of growth um, spurt that horses have, and it's evidently supposed to show that if their dapples are well defined that they're going to run wild i've always kind of liked to watch the horses when they come to post and when they get in the gate mm-hmm. i always like the rambunctious the ones the ones that's camp but sometimes those are the horses are kind of run well sometimes they um they throw their jockey yep yeah they and, do uh, yeah that's not a good thing biggest bet i ever made out at the uh, racehorse i did all kinds of i mean, I, I went to herb winch's school yeah and I, and I, you know, I got a twelve to one. I just knew was going to win. I was so jacked up. Bet him everywhere from here to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Out of the gate, he's on the ground. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, we we we. I had a Has blunt. a horse ever won a race without a jockey? That they yeah, several finish first, but obviously does, it, does that count? count? Uh, no. Why not? You have to have a jockey on your. Oh race. wait, wait, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The other thing I think is really interesting is uh, there are only two racetracks in the entire country now that have dog racing. Uh, everything's closed. Florida doesn't have it anymore. It's illegal. Um, and so dog racing is going bye-bye. So they're hoping to bring the horses back to Birmingham Racecourse Casino, but I, I don't know if that's You remember right. when it first If up, they bring back legalized gambling, it will come back. But yep. I don't know if it's going to – we always talk about what's going to happen first, legalized gambling or weed. I don't think either one of them is going to happen in this state while I'm alive. Maybe at the same I time. I think weed might. You think? I do. Medicinal? It'll never be recreational. Mm. Although I'd give anything to see K.I.V. stoned. Mm. Oh, I thought there she was. There, there ain't no high stepper in that. <laughs> Wait, I thought she had a gummy stuffed. for breakfast. It's only two. I mean, it's only two p.m. right now. Fair up to <laughs> uh, four o'clock. <laughs> I've heard that Delta Nine is available. Yeah, it is. Now. You've yeah. heard this? I, I've heard that Delta Nine is available. Yeah, I read it online. Crickets. All right, we got Dr. Williford coming up. <laughs> yes. And, and he's going to have a lot Bless better, him. A he's lot some, better approach. He brought some this. Delta 9 with him? <laughs> <laughs> and Gary Burley's going to join us. It's called the Delta variant. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. The good kind. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Stay with us live from AVX <laughs> on this Friday edition.
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country. It's Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. 
It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Welcome back in, and as we continue, uh, Tony, yeah, pull that down to there. There we go, Doctor. We'll put it right by there, by your uh, right in front of you, and uh, we got Doctor. Wilford in studio. I should have adjusted that for you before we got going back on there. We had a great conversations going on, and uh, Gary Burley in studio, one of our great friends as well. And Gary, Gary if you don't mind, I mean, you're, you're, everybody hears you doing the commercials each and every day and talking about Doctor. Wilford and all that he's done for you. But uh, introduce him and tell us what uh, your story is. Well, this is the guy that um, changed my life. <laughs> I can say that. Mm. Uh, Dr. Williford is a chiropractor, and they have a procedure for neuropathy. And in 2014, I was diagnosed with cancer, and I started chemotherapy in 2014. Uh, so I did that for a year, and it didn't get any better, and it didn't get any worse. So they decided to do a bone marrow transplant, which I did. And I made it into remission. But the uh, neuropathy got worse and worse and worse and worse. Till 2022, my wife says, well, um, I read about this uh, new procedure that this Dr. Williford has, and you might want to call him and check it out. So I did. And after five treatments, I had more relief in my feet than I've had since 2014. Oh, wow. And I just said, well, listen. I've got to tell other people about this because I know how many people suffer Mm -hmm. from neuropathy, Uh, diabetes, uh, chemotherapy. There's so many different things that contribute to uh, neuropathy. So if if you're suffering from this, we have to figure out a way to get people into his office. And that's what we did. And I really appreciate you, Joe, Jay, Mm -hmm. for uh, helping us do that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, talk about neuropathy. Like, what is it, Dr. Wilford? First of all, Joe Williford, Dr. Joe Williford joining us, and uh, great to have you in, first of all. I know what you've meant to Gary and meant to probably so many other people, but tell us about neuropathy. Just the, what, what, what does that entail? How, how can you help people dealing with the situation? Well, thanks for letting me be here. Definitely. Here today and really enjoying it. Uh, but neuropathy is when the body's inability to heal is overcome by a stressor. And usually it was as a stressor is um, when the, like diabetes, as you say, or chemotherapy, <laughs> it actually starts to kill the nerves from the inside out and the nerves start to rot. And they become, you have symptoms like pain, tingling, numbness, inability to feel your feet. Uh, and, um, and so what we do is, you know, that's basically what neuropathy is. And what we do is we look at, we take your history and we take some uh, blood work, do some other things, and then we see exactly what's stressing your body out, and then we get to the root of the problem, and we tackle it that way. Mm. So, like, uh, autoimmune, does it, 
MS or mm-hmm. things like that. Does, do you see any progress there? Yes, we have seen slight progress there yeah. as well because autoimmune is when the body's attacking itself. Yeah. And sometimes the body attacks itself. It's because of, um, let me see, analogies like if you are putting garbage in your body constantly, right. the body's going to get full. Mm-hmm. And you can c- continue to put that bu- the garbage in your body, and then this, the body starts to over um, be inundated with stressors. Mm-hmm. And then the body starts to attack itself. For example, one of the main reasons of Studies have been coming out that one of the things that causes type 1 diabetes is when the body attacks itself because the milk enzymes is the same as the enzymes on the pancreas. And so uh, when the babies are drinking milk or formula, sometimes that sips through the uh, membrane in the stomach lining and it gets into the perineum. And then what happens, the body starts to attack the milk product. Oh, wow. And so it's the same enzymes that are on the pancreas, and so the body starts to attack the pancreas, and that's when you have juvenile diabetes, okay. when the child can't, uh, uh, they don't make insulin anymore. Doc, can, can you have neuropathy uh, based on accidents, tragedy? I've got lower back issues between six and seven. I've had my neck uh, hyperextended. I had surgery there, and I could never don't, don't put on, and, and to, to use just an example, every time I go to the bathroom and sit down on the toilet, if I'm there for more than five minutes, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> And I, I'll end up falling on my face. I got to stand up for a few minutes and sit back down again. And I, I, I think I, that's a lot of people's issues. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, at the age of 56, I'm, I think I got my dad's colon. I always talked about, you know, if he has a good VM, it's a great day. And I'm, like, okay. and I'm, I'm learning that that's so true. Uh, does that affect things or pinch nerves? Does that have anything to do with neuropathy? Well, sometimes nerves can be entrapped through the muscle tissues. And sometimes that would give you the, the same type of feelings as uh, tingling, numbness. Uh, the example you say when you sit on the toilet, you sit there too long, and then the nerves are encumbered by the seat of the toilet, and then they stop uh, functioning like, gotcha. they should, like, like, like they should. Because that's not normal. That's not normal. Yeah. Especially if you're sitting there for a long period of time. You should not only, <coughs> most people, if you have a regular bowel movement. If I take a nap on the toilet, that's not right. No, that's not good. If you have a healthy yeah, bowel movement, yeah, you know, yeah. when people tell me that they take a book to the toilet, right. you're going to be in there for a while. And right. that's not normal. Usually... You should be in there no, no more than five minutes. So, so how the body's exa- working and functioning properly. So how exactly does your procedure work? If you find out that you have neuropathy, say, in your feet, how exactly do you tackle that? Well, we tackle that with... Uh, no, good. Oh, we tackle that with, uh, with infrared light uh, that actually permeates through the skin tissue, and it starts to dry the blood cells and stimulate the nerve endings in the feet and the hands. And then we use what we call a machine called a Tesla Max, which actually is uses alternating current where it gets into the skin and the nerves and it starts to make the muscles twitch and move. And then that actually starts to bring blood flow back up. And, and, and how many procedures would you have to have before you start seeing a difference? Well, it depends on your degree of the neuropathy. Yeah. It depends on how long you've had it. And you know, there are a lot of variables within that. But most of the people, uh, they start to see minor results after the first treatment, actually. Wow. And then... As they continue on, uh, they get better and better and better. And then about 15 to 20 treatments, I think uh, most people have found that 90% uh, is gone. We need to talk. Hmm. My mom's got yeah. MS, so she deals yeah. with that, not being able to move her legs and mm. keep it going. So it's always been about like trying to get therapy. or mm. And then it's so weird. It's like the, the barometric pressure drops at night. And it used to be like she couldn't walk during the day, and then she could like dance at night. It was, I was like, 
is it the barometric pressure? Or are you are you drinking something? But she didn't drink. But uh, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah. But um, but I hate that for her. And like, so she's been in a wheelchair for about four or five years now, wow. and lived a very normal life with MS since I was in fifth grade. So that's been many years ago. Um, had ups and downs, but I'm always looking for ways to help her just improve life. Like you know, just have better quality of life, whatever else you know, which is great. Um, so Gary, talk about what because you told me this has made a huge difference in your life doing this. Talk talk more about that and and how it's affected you. Well, I tell you, Jay, um, to answer Tony's question, after five treatments, uh, my wife, um, I attended her uh, inauguration, mm -hmm. and for the first time in a year, I was dancing. Wow! Mm. You know, so I had a feeling. I mean, I, is that I, a good thing or a bad thing? That's just you start. Well, after you see me, you tell me. <laughs> 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 but but anyway, um, that was. That right there let me know that this 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 procedure works. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I, when I called you and said, "Hey Jay, I've got something here. I want to advertise it on your show. I want to come and speak on your show. I want you to meet Doc, and I want people to heal uh, from their neuropathy. And this is the best way to do it: telling them exactly what uh, neuropathy is and where you can get treatment at. So here we are. That's great. Great stuff. No doubt about it. All right, so give everybody information. How can they reach you? Well, you can reach me by phone at 205-909-7373, or we are at 201 Beacon Parkway West, okay. right down the street from here, actually, oh, awesome. off, okay. uh, yeah. off a valley. And uh, that's Suite 401. We're upstairs in that building. And a lot of it is the ultra, like, talk about that, the therapy part of it. Well, a lot of it's the therapy, because it's therapy when we use the infrared light infrared, therapy. That's what I meant. Yeah, therapy yeah. It actually penetrates... Uh, the surface of the skin, mm -hmm. and it goes a little bit, about two or three centimeters in, and it stimulates the mitochondria. Well, the mitochondria is the process, is one of the enzymes, one of the cells in there that mm -hmm. makes energy, stimulates blood cells, and it makes more blood cells. So it gives you the, it makes the ATP increase, and it just uh, it stimulates the blood cells. So reduce tension, release stress, and reduce all tension, that stuff. Release, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at all the different. There's a lot of applicate weight loss clinics as well. Yeah, you got stuff going on. Mm -hmm. There and then maintenance um, that that you put a plan together for the clients. Here's what you got to do over the next so many months or whatever. Yes, they maintain. especially the ones who have uh, type two diabetes because yeah. type two diabetes is one of the major uh, stresses of the body okay. and it also starts in neuropathy. Yeah. And so when we do that, we have to put people on a meal plan okay. uh, with certain supplements and proteins, and that usually lasts about two to three months. Okay. And uh, we actually the, the diabetes goes down the numbers become mm -hmm. uh within the normal range as opposed to uh just not doing anything are cigars okay uh <laughs> not for your lungs <laughs> for your lungs yeah. i'm looking at gary how about how about, how about uh peanut butter bourbon that's true <laughs> peanut butter bourbon. Hey, doctor cigar. thank you so much oh thank you for what a pleasure me. and uh which great things you, i mean that he's feeling better, that makes me feel great. And I know Lars, we've all been great friends for a long time. And to see his life being impacted by this, that means a lot. So thank you for that. And we're, we're excited about telling your story. We really are. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you for letting me be right. here. Thank you, Dr. Dr. Joel Wilford, joining us. And, uh, again, Wilford, uh, a chiropractic and uh, neurological chiropractic care. And uh, you'll absolutely love it. Check it out for yourself. We'll give you more about it as far as the numbers. You hear Gary talk about it each and every day. 
but uh, we'll give you more coming up on it. And right now we're playing a lot of this. What they do on our YouTube channel, if you're there, or on Facebook Live, showing you the clinic, the things they do, some of the testimonials as well from some of the patients. So take a look at that if you can. All right, we'll be back. We'll finish up and wrap up hour number two on this Friday edition live from AVX. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX studios in downtown Birmingham. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Showers ending, the sky becoming partially sunny this afternoon, the high today around 80. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 56. Tomorrow, partly to mostly sunny, the high 76. And Sunday, a sunny day with a high at 83. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 78 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome back in as we wrap up hour number two here on this Friday edition. Tony Curry in the house. We got Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, I'm Jay Barker. We're live from AVX, and I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend and a great derby weekend as well. We were talking about the derby, talking about bets and all this kind of stuff. A guy that uh, lost a little bit of money, Phil Mickelson, $40 million loss for Phil Mickelson. And um, that's why he's going to the Saudi Arabia tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over the, course, you, over the course, read of four, what he was making. Yeah, over yeah. a million a week. Yeah, over the course of four years, he lost forty million dollars. Right. Now, John Daly famously also said that he lost what twenty to thirty million dollars, and the guy's only won four tournaments. He won the British Open and another major, but I mean, forty million bucks is that's some serious jack. And you throw in, of course, the insider trading that he had with which he kind of got away unscathed on. Um, that's pretty amazing. But according to a net worth, he's worth about $400 million. Yeah. But you can't, you know, you take in $40 million, you're probably taking home about seventeen, which is still nice. Don't get me wrong, but depending on where you're winning your cash, half of that's going to the government. And, of course, you're paying some taxes at a local level. But still, that's a, that's, that's a lot of cash. That's a lot of cash. So this comes from a book written by Alan Shipnuck, and uh, it was, yeah. they did another excerpt on uh, on uh, I think the the fire pit is uh, is is Alan's uh, website that he created and and uh, is writing for. But Alan and I started on the exact same day at Sports Illustrated back in 1994, oh, wow. and uh, I mean we grew up together. And uh, I remember when Alan was younger and Phil was younger, Phil once challenged Alan to a fist fight. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, Alan said, uh, no, thank you. But, uh, you know, the two have been uh, friendly over the years. They really have because I think Phil respects Alan's talent. Alan's the best golf writer in the country, uh, no doubt about it. And now Phil is kind of... uh, having some pushback about this book and saying, well, uh, you know, some, some conversations were off the record, on the record. Well, I'm sorry. If Phil Mickelson calls you and he knows that you're a reporter and uh, he doesn't say off the record, it's on the record. Yeah. We just get a wrap. Happy Mother's Day. Happy, Happy Mother's Day. All the moms Mother's out Day. there, thank you for what you do. Thank you for loving your children. And uh, Happy Mother's Day. Tony. You're listening to the Jay Barker.